Hello, word nerds. Welcome to a brand new episode of this podcast, The Dictionary. I don't even know what I was about to say there. Um, so, hi. How are you? What's going on? Uh, every morning when my new episodes are released, I listen to them. I want to make sure that I didn't make any mistakes um, in terms of the editing, which I'm not doing anymore. Um, and um, I also just listen to figure out what I'm going to post on Instagram. Um, if you are not following my Instagram, you should go do that. I think it's just at DictionaryPod, although the link is in the episode description. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say that I realized that I have actually been making a lot of mistakes. Uh, for instance, I said something about the third syllable, where I meant the, the second syllable, and I said something about um, uh, a word, but I meant to say movie. So um, I am very fallible. I make a lot of mistakes. I am sorry. I'm not perfect. I know I sound like I am, but I'm not. I'm just like you. We are all imperfect human beings. Um, and by being imperfect, we are therefore perfect. Should we talk about some words? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, the first word for this episode is arm wrestling. Two separate words, A-R-M-W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G. And uh, before I get to the information for arm wrestling, I'm just going to say that this reminds me of a very memorable scene in the uh, the new third season, new in quotes, new third season of the show Twin Peaks. Uh, so if you've seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is a noun from 1973, a form of wrestling in which two opponents sit face-to-face, -face, gripping usually their right hands, set corresponding elbows firmly on a surface as a tabletop, and attempt to force each other's arm down, called also, called also, Indian wrestling. Yeah, that's arm wrestling. If you didn't know what that was, I got nothing for yet for that. Next, we have the word army. Could also be armies. That's the plural of it. Um, this is a noun from the 14th century. 1A, a large organized body of armed personnel trained for war, especially on land. 1B, a unit capable of independent action and consisting usually of a headquarters, two or more corps, that's C-O-R-P-S, and auxiliary troops. 1C is often capitalized. The complete military organization of a nation for land warfare. Number two, a great multitude, as in an army of birds. And the movie The Birds would fit that description very well. Number three, a body of persons organized to advance a cause. Let's look at the etymology. Um, it says it's from Middle Latin armata. Uh, and there's more at the word armada with a D. Now we have army ant. This is a noun. It's two words from 1874. Any of a subfamily of aggressive nomadic tropical ants that prey on insects and spiders. The subfamily name is Doralinae. D-O-R-Y-L-I-N-A-E. Now we have army worm. This is all one word. Uh, this is a noun from 1816. Any of new, new, yep, any of numerous moths whose larvae travel in multitudes from field to field, 
destroying grass, grain, and other crops, especially the common armyworm of the eastern and central U.S. and Canada. And the scientific name for the common armyworm is Pseudaletia or uh, Pseudaletia unipuncta or unipuncta. Shall I spell that for you? Yes, I shall. P-S-E-U-D-A-L-E-T-I-A. That's the first word. Second word is U-N-I-P-U-N-C-T-A. Now we have the word arnica, A-R-N-I-C-A. This is a noun from circa 1753. Any of a genus of composite herbs, including some with bright yellow ray flowers. And the genus is just arnica. Now we have aroid. Yep, I think that's it. A-R-O-I-D, aroid. This is an adjective from 1886. Any or no, start that one over again, of or relating to the arum family. That's A-R-U-M, family. And aroid is also a noun. But no, it looks like it's more pronounced aroid. The first syllable is emphasized. Now we have aroint. So the second syllable is emphasized, and it has an N-T at the end, aroint. This is a verb from 1605. It is archaic. The synonym is the word begone. Uh, As in, we have an example. As in, aroint the, comma, which, and that is from Shakespeare. So somebody... Not Shakespeare, but somebody is telling a witch to be gone. And it says the origin is unknown. We have no information on the etymology, so I would not be surprised if Shakespeare made up this word because he made up a lot of words that we use in our day-to-day language. Uh, And it looks like this one didn't catch on. Sorry, Shakespeare. I can just imagine you sitting at your desk writing, aroint thee, witch, and thinking, oh, this is such a great word, aroint. People are going to love this word. They're going to be saying it for hundreds of years. Well, it didn't happen. Next, we have the word aroma. This is a noun from 1796, 1A. A distinctive, pervasive, and usually pleasant or savory smell. Broadly, we have the word odor. That's the synonym. 1B. The odor of a wine imparted by the grapes from which it is made. Number two. A distinctive quality or atmosphere. Synonym is flavor. As in, the aroma of enjoyment. And that is from Stella D. Gibbons. We have another synonym for all definitions. It is the word smell. Let's see, what does the etymology say? Nothing interesting. So we're going to move on. Next we have aromatase. So it's the word aroma with tase at the end. Uh, Let's see, this is a noun from 1984. An enzyme or complex of enzymes that promotes the conversion of an androgen into estrogen. Uh, That was an androgen, A-N-D-R-O-G-E-N, into estrogen. Now we have aromatherapy, and I have to use my fingers to figure out where halfway down the column is. Um, and I'm going to say that this will be the last word for the episode. Aromatherapy. A-R-O-M-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. This is a noun from 1949. Massage of the body. Ooh, I do need a massage badly. 
uh, massage of the body and especially of the face with a preparation of fragrant essential oils extracted from herbs, flowers, and fruits. Broadly, the use of aroma to enhance a feeling of well-being. Aromatherapeutic is an adjective, and aromatherapist is a noun. And of course, I can't see the word therapist without thinking of uh, the Saturday Saturday Night Live sketch uh, in Jeopardy. I think you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, go look it up. Uh, Let's see, this is from Latin uh, aroma plus the French therapy, which means therapy. Uh, and I was just in Paris. I, um, I was there for work, and I had about a day and a half free, and so French has sort of ingrained itself a little bit into my brain, uh, and I'm sure it will slowly dissipate. Uh, but I went into a building today, and my first instinct was to say, bonjour, but I was like, no, I'm, I'm in America. We don't, we don't say those things here in America. Uh, but it was just funny how that happened. Uh, I actually was planning on doing this recording the day I arrived, which was a few days ago, and I wanted to make some some stupid joke, which uh, I'm just going to save it. I'm going to save it for uh, if another time that I come from, a, 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 a come from the airport and I record this right away. I'm going to save that stupid, stupid joke. All right. Yep, I finished it. I read all the words that I was supposed to read to you. What is the word that I want to pick? Um, yeah, I'm just going to pick arm wrestling. That's a, a kind of a fun one. I feel like I'm terrible at arm wrestling. I actually uh, had to get up in front of a group of people and arm wrestle somebody at a show in Chicago many, many years ago. Uh, and it was very embarrassing because I lost and I knew that I would lose. Um, that's that's my arm wrestling story. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Follow me on the Twitter and Instagram and send me an email and write me a review, subscribe, all those things. You know what to do. You are, you're not an idiot. You listen to podcasts. Um, And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Thank you and goodbye.